Hi, everyone. I'm Cherie Bell, and this is the premier podcast of News Junkies, Inc., an educational nonprofit to advocate for journalism and journalists. One of the ways we do this is by presenting what I call J-Camps, a 90-minute workshop in high school classrooms. Students learn about the history of journalism and the relevance of journalism to democracy. I started News Junkies, Inc. for several reasons. First, I'm a retired teacher and a former newspaper reporter. I taught music in elementary schools and was a junior high choir director. I was engaged in the Little Kids Rock program and created a couple of kid rock bands. But before I was a super cool music teacher, I was a journalist, wrote for several Texas dailies in small towns and big cities, I covered government mostly, but also wrote features and entertainment pieces, covered commerce and major criminal and civil trials. Both music and journalism have been lifelong passions. While I was a teacher for many years, driving to and from work, I always listened to news radio and still do today, which is funny because when I was a reporter, I always listened to classic and alternative rock stations. I watch all the news shows like 60 Minutes and the evening and morning newscasts. I'm a news junkie, and I think everyone else should be a news junkie, too. I always wanted to work for a nonprofit and never dreamed of starting one, let alone leading one. But I'm concerned about media in the digital age, 24-hour news, social media, and the seemingly contempt from the public for journalists. With the internet, our society has divided itself into liberal and conservative camps, and it concerns me that people are left to be comfortable reading and listening only to their own viewpoints. This is not good for democracy, and this was not the way of life a few decades ago when we had three TV networks and news on at 5.30 p.m. Central Time, plus a newspaper in the yard in the morning or afternoon. People got news pretty much from the same sources, including subscriptions to the New York Times and news magazines like Time and U.S. News and World Report. Another reason for me starting a pro-journalism nonprofit is a study that showed young people get most of their news from social media. This can't be good. Though the news may actually be true, it's not journalism, and that's important to know. Social media is like a rumor mill, and we need to be aware that it is entertainment and a pastime more than good journalism reporting. Another study about where Americans get their news showed 3% get it from the New York Times, while close to 25% get it from Fox News. In fact, Fox News was the only news source in the study with double-digit audience figures, with all the rest from CNN to MSNBC to the major networks and PBS, each grabbing a small slice of American attention. The 24-hour news cycle is disturbing in that every day I see reporters on the Washington beat or the president burn their sources. The number one rule of journalism is never burn your source. I chose to present J-Camps in high school and college classrooms because they are young people and young adults, and I've taught middle school and am not convinced they'd take a journalism workshop seriously. Maybe I'm wrong when it comes to studious young adolescents. 
This podcast is to present an overview of a News Junkies, Inc. J camp to teachers of journalism, history, and language arts, and school principals. Information to book a J camp is on our website, newsjunkiesinc.com. When I'm with a class of high school students, I want to know what they do in their spare time. And if I don't hear it, I add to their list, check the news online or on TV and radio. Know what's going on in the world and what happened yesterday and today. I begin by going back in time to the days of scribes who wrote what the leaders wanted citizens to know. And perhaps this is where society's distrust for journalism and reporters began. I go through the history of Western Europe after the fall of the Roman Empire and into the Middle Ages when troubadours provided the news in comedy skits, jokes, and songs. Remind you of anything? like Saturday Night Live and Late Night Comics. The printing press created the modern community newspaper, but even then, writers wrote for entertainment and emotionalism more than presenting just the facts, which, by the way, is one of our mottos, along with news, not views, and news matters. As people from England and other countries came to what they called the New World and settled over a period of a century or so, universities were built, along with community newspapers. And those colonial newspapers in the Age of the Enlightenment had a lot to do with persuading public opinion to break away from British rule and form their own nation. The First Amendment guarantees a free press because the constitutional framers wanted citizens to think for themselves, including criticism of the government when necessary. The press has been called the fourth estate in the checks and balances between legislative, judicial, and executive branches of government. The press does not work for or is paid by the government. The press is to be an independent voice and uncovering government and explainer of what's going on and why. As the United States expanded coast to coast, communities had many newspapers, and many were owned and written by ministers. Stories were often exaggerated with writers playing fast and loose with the facts, and articles of this era contained a moral tone to imply a crime victim, for example, or a horrible accident, was the fault of the victim in the eyes of God. This style of newspapering continued until a few developments, including libel lawsuits, which sometimes newspapers won and sometimes lost and were put out of business. Another development that revolutionized the newspapers was the telegraph machine, because that would allow a reporter to cover a Civil War battle and get the story in a New York paper the next day. At the same time of this invention was the formation of the Associated Press, a group of newspapers along the East Coast that simply wanted to expand coverage and share news stories to build readership. Participating newspapers, however, had to ensure that the articles they received from other papers were legit and not libelous or rumor or just pure lies. Editors came up with standards for a news story, including who, what, why, when, where, which, and how, along with balanced viewpoints, more than one viewpoint, and at least three corroborating sources instead of just the word of one person. In the last 30 to 45 minutes of a J-Camp, students work in small groups to write a short news article and an editorial based on a given set of facts. It's important to learn to write in third person, 
and in second person. The News Junkies, Inc., J-Camp gives advice on how to respect straight news, avoid watching or listening to broadcasts that mix news with commentary, and most importantly, how to distinguish news, especially online, that's slanted and biased. Thank you for listening to this initial podcast for News Junkies, Inc. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation to our 501c3 nonprofit, please go to our website, newsjunkiesinc.com. And teachers, please check out the website, which provides practice writing scenarios for a news article and editorial. Thank you for your time and consideration for booking a News Junkies, Inc. J-Camp in your high school or college classroom. I'm Cherie Bell, Executive Director and Founder of News Junkies, Inc. in Dallas, Texas.